0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are here to talk about Sweet Magnolias. This is the second episode that we've done, uh, talk recapping this show on Netflix. It's a bonus episode of the podcast, and today we're talking about episodes six through ten of the show. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner, and I'm joined by Anna here. Hi, everybody. And Austin Burke is here.
1: Hey, guys! So excited to be back.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for coming uh, on the podcast. And uh, how did you overall? Did you enjoy the, the 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 final half of the season as much as the 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 first half? What do you think, Anne?
2: Um, yeah, I, I I definitely enjoyed it. I think it kind of the first episodes I felt like were a little bit maybe slower, and so I felt like it kind of picked up. And um, I was really interested in the last episode what was going to happen when the kind of final events were Mm going to take place and the things were going to start to be resolved. So yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Did you agree, Austin?
1: Yeah, especially when we got to that cliffhanger at the end. And I know we'll talk about it, but oh my goodness, what a way to leave this season off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Very good. Okay. Well, so it started out with episode six called all the best intentions. And one of the things I wanted to talk about uh, on this episode is is Ty, like, the best teenager ever in television? <laughs> he's so great. Like, he's so nice to Cece when she wears the Sharpe dress. He's so nice to Annie about the message uh, and the whole kiss debacle. He is so nice about uh, his mom dating Coach Cal. I, I just feel like he's such a great kid. I'm <laughs> like, wow, way to go.
2: Would you agree, Anne? Oh, yeah. I think he he handled that a lot of those things way better than any other teenager <laughs> handled it. You know, that was a lot of crazy, uh, you know, situations that he was kind of put in or is going on around him and that yeah. kind of thing. So he handled it very well and he was very kind with grace.
0: Yeah, I don't feel like it's that un- unrealistic either. Like, I think teenagers are normally pretty... Pretty pleasant. I don't know. You'd have to check to my mom. <laughs> she might disagree. I don't know. But uh, do you agree, Austin?
1: Yeah, especially with all the stress in his life. I mean, my goodness, the, the guy is going through multiple things, whether it's in his family or what's going on at school with the baseball team. But still, I mean, all kids should strive to be like Ty. That's my opinion, because this he's just the best guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's really great. And Jackson is the worst do we agree with that?
2: Oh my gosh! Yes, he drives me insane. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, can you stop?" <laughs> like it made me think of um,
0: what's his name on High School Musical, the series? Uh, EJ. Yeah, the the jock character. Yeah, He's like a million times better than Jackson. <laughs> yeah. He's way better. Jackson's the worst. <laughs> like sending Annie's message oh, out to everybody. Like terrible. Uh, he's the worst and and uh he i mean and his and the fact his parents are so nosy as well just makes it even worse and so yeah i felt bad for annie in this episode
2: yeah i did too that, that was that's, rough that's really rough to wake up and realize that you did that <laughs> yeah but the the one thing that's interesting to me about
0: uh i guess makes me the one thing that makes me feel one of the many things that makes me feel old watching these kind of things is uh i remember when i saw the movie the duff i don't mm-hmm. know if you've you seen that movie yeah i've seen it it's fine I, it. I like it just fine but um i was so surprised because i felt like the attitude in the movie was uh when she gets this huge huge sort of exposure uh, the embarrassing thing happens in the movie and the attitude of the the filmmakers was very like it happens to everybody deal with it it's not a big deal you're fine and I remember asking my sister who's uh, almost 20 years younger than me I have a sister and uh, and I was like is that true is that the way it is that you're just like okay you know everybody has these you just sort of accept that people have these social, media scandals embarrassing things it just happens to everybody oh it's your turn okay (laughs) (laughs) and she was kind of like yeah basically
2: (laughs) wow and
0: uh and i don't know i think there's some truth to that do you think that that's true uh, austin
1: yeah i i think there is a bit of truth to that people are just kind of used to these kinds of things happening and even more so now right because i graduated what six seven years ago and It seems like a short period of time but even now i'm looking at what my brother went through and my my little cousins and everything's just it's all social media and if something crazy happens that you think is crazy because i guess because i guess i'm old now then the kids are just (laughs) like oh yeah it happens every day so social media has really kind of changed the the way that the world works in that vein
0: yeah i mean and somebody was pointing out to me the other day that like kids have to be continually worried that they're gonna have their picture taken at all times <laughs> and true. I never that's really heard before yeah. but, I mean, you, you it really gives you, I guess there's no choice but to kind of have a certain degree of like t- toughness about it because yeah, uh, because it's just it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. it's it's very interesting to me, but they were saying that, that that's why a lot more people are getting eating disorders and stuff like that is because they're just so worried they're gonna get mm-hmm. their picture taken all the time
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I never even thought it didn't even I didn't even think of that
2: that's true uh, I never thought about that either yeah
0: <laughs> crazy uh so with the big scandal in this episode is that Bill and Noreen asked the kids to be in their wedding and this makes Maddie very upset uh, about it uh, did you agree with her Anne, about her how upset she was
2: I mean, yeah, I feel like, you know, they really need to work on communicating with each other, because I feel like if he was, she was, if he was going to ask them, like, he should have at least, like, talked to her about it. And maybe she could have, like, kind of told him, like, they might not take this so great, just so you know, but you can ask them, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I think that, I think that she was right to kind of, you know, react the way she did, since they didn't communicate about it. Mm -hmm. Do you agree, Austin?
1: He's just the worst.
2: <laughs> He's the
1: worst, guys. Every time something has to happen, he just does it. He doesn't ask. He doesn't. He doesn't care about what other people think. And it's it's one of those things. Is I look at him as an actor, and I'm like, could this? Could I look at him a bit better if this character would have been written in a different way? Because I honestly didn't even like his performance. Uh, yeah. But the way his character goes and what ends up happening later on is. You don't feel bad for him, there's never any connection there, and he's kind of the antagonist along the way, even though he does a couple of redeemable things
0: he's yeah. just the worst yeah i mean to to bring this up with the kids before the divorce has even been finalized is just not appropriate. it's not mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and uh so i I think she was right to get upset i mean and you're trying to co-parent these kids like he seems to forget about that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> there's somebody else to talk to right yeah <laughs> yes uh and so then uh eric is the hero again once again always uh, yes with Marie. <laughs> yeah he he's the uh the he's great at everything he's, he's like the MacGyver of the kitchen, um, but it, yeah, he she has pains at the restaurant and find out that Eric's a former EMT, and yeah, he's just the best. He's like the 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 stark contrast with with
2: Bill. Yeah, <laughs> it's Eric. Yes, his food saves people. He saves people. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, he's always there, uh, and um, so.
0: But when then we have this Isaac, we kind of talked about him last time. He's snooping around, and he thinks Eric's his father, I guess? I don't know. I still feel like that character is very weird. I don't get it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of strange. I think that's what he thought, though. Yeah. Yeah. So He he,
0: he, I mean, but then what happens a little bit later, we'll talk about that. It's just like, I feel, is he just thinking everybody's his father why is he there (laughs) like what what brought him there it's so weird to me
1: it feels out of place to me yeah like all of the storylines I'm I have this connection to at this point Uh, even the characters that at first didn't get a lot of development but he's just like, like you said he's just there and they're finding something for him to do and there's a good emotional moment with him in the final episode but then he poses the question and it's like oh again with this so i don't really know what he's doing in this show he felt very out of place
0: yeah yeah uh it's it's weird it's really it just feels so yeah out of it's different it kind of feels
2: yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah
0: uh so then we have helen starting mock trial at the high school and she's particularly immediately sees cc and starts to kind of mentor her and uh yeah, that's. I really. I mean, I love Helen on this show, uh, and I love Heather Heedley. And so, you know, anytime I can see her, I think it's good. Uh, it's just. I, I think that I'm. Again, we talked about it last time, but the, her her relationship with Cece, I think, was just an attempt to kind of give her a child. Yeah. <laughs> Things. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it works works well enough. She's uh, she's a it's nice to have a a a female of color that's such a strong character Mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, there was I I noticed a comment on your on our review on your site uh, that was really was soon uh, Austin that was really concerned about that as soon as they saw that she was just going to be an off to the side character stereotype and I really don't feel like that's the case here she no. was quite the
1: opposite, quite the opposite. I mean, her, her influence on the show, in my opinion, was <clears throat> maybe better than anyone, just because she mm-hmm. is such a motherly figure. And I liked, and we talked about Cece a little bit last time, I liked uh, when she finally started to come into her own. And that's when this particular relationship starting bu- started building up in this episode. And yeah. from here on out, I really thought her character fit. So I'm glad they found something for her to do and just uh, put another layer on uh, Helen's character, so mm-hmm. I thought that worked out really yeah. well.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And uh, so Ryan wants Helen to go with him to Chicago, and we start to sin- sort of figure out why their relationship didn't work out originally.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and I still, I, I, I really like them together. I feel like they have really good chemistry. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be kind of interesting to see where that goes. You Definitely. think Anne
2: they have chemistry oh, I think they have great chemistry yeah. um uh if people don't know but uh my parent my mom's black and my dad's white and so if i can see that on screen for me it's a rare occurrence um and so it's always just awesome and so i love that their relationship was so good and so loving and so sweet and so it reminded me of my parents so i really like that uh but i thought ryan was a great character he's handsome he's kind he's charming i mean yeah they have great chemistry yeah do you agree austin
1: Yeah, and you see where when it comes to that argument, you see where they're both coming from and you understand why they work so well together, but maybe why things didn't work out before. So I really liked him and he's one of those like we talked before about maybe some other relationships, but then he comes into the picture, but they did a good job of developing his character. And by the time you get to the end, you're like, oh, he is very well developed and he had his own arc, which Mm -hmm. I really liked as well. So I liked Mm -hmm. him a lot.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, so then we get to the next episode. This episode seven, it's called Hold My Hand. And this, uh, Noreen's brother, Garth, comes to visit. <laughs> Austin, what do you yeah. think of Garth?
1: Garth was interesting. It was kind of <laughs> out of the blue. Uh, you know, it was, it was one of those, but it gave uh, Bill a chance to kind of g- have, have a little bit of a conversation with and, and kind of give them his side of things because we know that her family doesn't necessarily approve of what happened. So it's Bill's chance to kind of kind of give him a little bit of, hey, I know it doesn't look good on the outside, but here's a reason. Uh, but I, I like Garth's character for the most part. It was just a little bit out of the blue at the beginning.
0: Yeah, I think it was good because I think Noreen needed that sort of outside influence coming in and being like, no, this is not how you should be treated. Yeah, This is not you. This is not the person that I grew up with. This is not a, cause, cause you get kind of used to that kind of treatment. And I, I, I don't know if I would say that from what we've seen that Bill is like outright abusive, but there's definitely some concerns I have
2: mm-hmm. with yeah. the way he treats
0: her yeah. and, and it, the pattern of abuse is very they, you know they will there's always like a honeymoon period they'll treat you really good and then they then it will get bad and then it goes in the cycle and i think sometimes you yeah. need that person from the outside that knows you to step in and be like hello hello
2: wake up yeah i feel
0: like that's what garth was he it was her kind of wake up call and so I thought that was good, and and I liked that he was completely uh, open with Bill about like you could just tell he hated Bill so much, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ty once again is the best in this episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he so Jackson's parents are upset that he's not in playing more. He thinks they're accusing the coach of favoritism uh, because of this relationship. And so Ty basically like fakes an injury so that Jackson can play. And
2: yeah, he's the best.
0: That was really
2: nice. Yeah.
0: I
1: I get, I don't want to say I get their side, their point of view, but on the outside, what we know what's going on, right? We know that their relationship is not putting Ty at the forefront. We just know he's the better baseball player. But it does kind of look bad. So I see the concern from the parents, and obviously my kid's the best. My kid deserves to play. um, But knowing the ins and outs of how this works, uh, we look at them as villains. But I can see how some see that as, oh, he's going to put him in that position because He's dating his mom. So it's one of those things you look at and you understand. But then again, we know they're just the nicest people. Uh, so it doesn't really matter. It's, it was a nice emotional battle to watch that go down because I've seen similar things in my high school. So it was it was a fun a fun time. Mm.
0: <laughs> but I did kind of enjoy that whole meeting that they had with all the parents. <laughs> that was good.
1: <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Like, poor Coach Cal. Yeah. I mean, I could never be teacher slash coach no way <laughs> oh my gosh i admire all of you listening amazing yeah. job <laughs> because i i don't know dealing with those parents would be so hard sometimes oh, it's very hard yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah i mean ty really is the best because he basically overhears jackson getting chewed out by his parents like why don't you play enough why aren't you good enough whatever and he He basically makes sure that Jackson can play and and he's just a really unselfish person. So that's impressive.
1: I'll tell you one thing though, as a competitive person,
0: I I couldn't have done that. (laughs) I'd be like,
1: put me out there, coach. I'm sorry. Let's go. So that that took a lot.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't, I, I'm really, I'm actually a really competitive person too. So I, I couldn't, I couldn't have done it. And he wouldn't, it's the kind of thing that you would never have to do that he yeah. he chose to do it mm-hmm. on his own it's not certainly not a requirement that's for sure he and but i don't know he's just a really really thoughtful uh thoughtful kid and yeah. uh, and when cal tells maddie that uh that her son is a good is going to be a good man i was it's like oh that was so sweet. That was really like awesome. what every mom wants to hear. I know, yeah. <laughs> oh. So I was really impressed with Ty. I did love Dana Sue just being completely full by the emojis.
2: Oh, yeah, so what's going She's like,
0: what is this? <laughs> what is
2: this? <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's me. I I am the worst when it comes to internet memes. <laughs> I, I never know what anyone is talking about ninety percent of the time. I'm like, what is this? I don't understand. So then I have to, I have like two particular social media followers that they're like my go tos. Be like, what the heck is everybody talking to me? <laughs> Decode this. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what. <laughs>
1: That's part of my uh, problem is I love memes, but I'm always like a year behind. Yeah. So I'm just now laughing at something that was really popular last year. And so I'm just, I stay quiet when it comes to stuff like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I related to Dana Sue there and uh, they get into a fight, Dana Sue and Annie over her getting drunk. And, uh, and I I related to... uh to Dana Sue in this situation, because I don't know, like I just, it would be so shocking to out of nowhere, I'll, you know, your, your daughter has, hasn't really shown any sort of signs, it's not like she's a party person mm-hmm. to all of a sudden have this happen. Uh, I think I would probably have reacted somewhat similar as she did uh, because uh, I don't know, I think it would it would have just surprised me so much. Uh, with Annie, um, but uh, I don't know. What are you thinking, Ann, about that?
2: Yeah, I mean, like you said, it was just like, all of a sudden, like, okay, she just got drunk. And like, yeah, she doesn't have a history of doing stuff like this or acting like this. And so I know for me personally, just because I was never, I never did anything that my mom told me Mm. not to do. (laughs) So I feel like I would have come if I was the mom, I would have come down because I would expect my kid to be like me and just be like, not interested in anything bad. So (laughs) I would have brought it down for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What about you, Austin? What do you think of this situation?
1: Well, I like how it's an issue, right? Because in a lot of shows, this would happen and the parents would just be like, okay, don't do it again. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't seem like a problem that would spawn in most shows. And yeah. this show takes the time to say, hey, I've raised you a certain way. And like you guys said, she doesn't have a history of this. So it's something that we need We need to take a moment, a break from the action and address. And I really mm. liked that. I like the um, family-centric emotion that we get from this show and a lot of things that wouldn't be an issue in other shows they're an issue here so i I thought that was really nice and and refreshing honestly from what i'm used to watching on netflix because some of it is just not good
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's true they really do treat the teen characters like actual humans and not just sort of like pillars for rebellion like you see sometimes like they're they have good they have bad they're like they're complex characters dynamic characters which you definitely don't always get and i mean it almost kind of i'm trying to think of the last sort of tv or or tv or movie that i thought did a really good job with the teens and and one that comes to mind is um love simon i would say is similar in, in creating complex teens teen characters that you're really rooting for and that have good and bad
2: mm-hmm. in
0: their behaviors. And uh, so, because a lot of times they could be kind of just one note to me, and just mm-hmm. like even I, they're super well made, but something like Ladybird, mm. she's just such a jerk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 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 she's she a lot uh, for me. And I don't know, I just like this more sort of nuanced, personally, is my preference uh, of these teen characters um but i i don't know i really thought it was well done and it seemed like very realistic conflict to me uh, between the two of them and i could see annie's side as well because from her perspective it's just this one time exactly a good kid why are you making a big deal of this (laughs) you know she hated it it was miserable Uh, yeah
2: (laughs) yeah didn't enjoy it for sure so
0: (laughs) that's punishment
2: enough she probably thinks yeah
0: yeah. (laughs) and So anyway, it's interesting. Uh, And then, so we have Helen. She goes and meets Cece's father because he's not being supportive of mock trial at all. And he works in a factory. And uh, he doesn't think that Cece should go to college. And he's just very uh, old school, I guess. (laughs) I don't know.
2: Um, But I like that. I thought that was good. Nice moment for Helen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was, I'll be honest, I was so worried. I was like, please don't make him a racist. And he wasn't. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I was, I, I was like, just waiting for him to say some kind of nasty remark to Helen. And I was very refreshed and relieved that he didn't. And I thought that, you know, their exchange was, was good. And Helen could see kind of what Cece kind of is, has going on and is mm-hmm. dealing with in her life. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, if anything, his concern was more of on like a class kind of level.
2: Mm-hmm. as opposed Yeah, exactly.
0: To- Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're, you're selling her a bill of goods. That's not realistic. It was kind of more his point. Exactly. Yeah. Than anything with race. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think that was good. Uh, and I, it just showed some spunk, I think from Helen, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wasn't going to take his
2: Oh yeah. No, <laughs> he wasn't.
0: um We did have uh, some nice moments. Eric and Isaac go fishing and they there's they're bonding <laughs> uh and he, he's still weird to me he's a weird <laughs> character but it was nice <laughs> eric, eric's the best
1: anytime uh, we get to spend time with eric it's a good it's a good it doesn't matter what's happening i'm like <laughs> eric is just, like he's gonna come out and save the day no matter what happens so i just like right. getting some some time with him you know
0: <laughs> that's right all right so then episode eight is called what fools these mortals be and this was a more simple episode uh, the big a couple big things happened i uh, bill gets a car for ty and this causes a domino effect of both making maddie really mad and also uh it uh, makes noreen really upset because noreen wants a car seat for the baby and he's being all difficult and here he's buying a car for his for his son. And uh, so that's the big conflict of the episode in this one. And uh, I, I don't know, what did you think about that, Austin?
1: I like seeing Noreen finally start to call him out for just the most ridiculous things. And, and not even one, not asking to buy the car is ridiculous, but two, a car seat? Like, this is your child as well. And you have to be on on the side with this family, sure, but this is your new family and you left your wife because of me. So you have to start being a man and Bill is just I uh, one track mind. I'm going to do what I want. doesn't matter who's affected by it. So it's nice for her to finally start. And I think that visit from her brother was the big turning point for me, like you guys were talking yeah. about. It's once he came into the picture, she realized this is not working out as well as i wanted it to so i liked that conflict and i like how she's finally starting to take control of the situation a bit more
0: yeah yeah and he's just so clueless like he goes over <sighs> and he takes the toys from uh from the garage at the house and it's it's not a problem uh, i'm sure she doesn't care if about the toys maddie she cares about him coming to her home and just taking stuff like what yeah. you don't do that mm-hmm. and for a man i mean how old do you think because we figured out that what noreen is supposed to be 22 23 something like that mm-hmm. how, i mean do you think he's supposed to be 40 the, the age of the oh. uh, of the uh actors, he looks 41.
2: <laughs> oh he's, yeah. he's only 41. oh my gosh okay actors 41. Uh, yeah i think he has to be at least 40 i would think <laughs> I, I mean know. and i you'd think
0: he you think he would know okay i need to at least tell her that i'm getting stuff from the garage like come on
2: mhm
0: and it just makes noreen really frustrated makes maddie really frustrated and basically garth tells noreen like we're worried about you we have a place for you we're not going to judge you at home don't worry about that because i'm sure (laughs) she was worried about that and she's she tells kyle first that she's going to leave because they have a good relationship and then she leaves which was really uh which was really good moment for for sure
1: i think i felt so bad for kyle I really yeah. did. Like the, the yeah. poor kid and he not being noticed, which is one thing that's brought up a bit later uh, is one thing, but too, like that was a good relationship between he and Noreen. And once she left and once the other thing happened to him is like, all hope is literally lost. So I felt so bad for that kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do too. And uh, Dana Sue and Eric go fishing in this episode. And we find out that Eric's wife had passed away. Mm. And, uh, he was an EMT at one point and then he went into cooking kind of his coping. And, uh, I, I had thought it when I was watching it, I thought that they were building up for Dana, Sue and Eric to be a couple, but then they didn't. And they gave her in the next episode, like about, uh, but I guess it's just a friendship moment, I guess.
2: I don't know. <laughs> It was, it was kind of interesting because, like, in the beginning, like you are saying, I kind of felt like, for me, I kind of felt like he just, like, really respected her and he just, like, wanted her to be, be treated well. But then, yeah. like, when he took her fishing and they were, like, outside the kitchen, I was kind of like, mm, like, are they trying to, like, take this another way? Yeah. And I wasn't sure, kind of, with that, but then they, obviously, you know, other things happened with Dana Sue. But Eric, I get he's just must be the nicest human on the planet. He makes mm-hmm. food for everyone's dates. He saves people. He takes people out for encouragement and you yeah. know stuff. And he's just great. <laughs> it's
0: like I want to go fishing with Eric. Yeah, <laughs> <Man>. seriously, the <laughs> <I'm looking laughs> best. <laughs> um, so we also get the reason why there's the title for this episode uh, is we get to see uh, Kyle's play, and he's in the play *Midsummer's Night Dream*. Annie goes to see the play. Also, Noreen goes. It's kind of her last thing that she does for the family. And you get a really awkward moment where Kyle tries to kiss Annie. And it's not mm. <laughs> it's awkward.
2: <laughs> Although
0: I think that probably most, certainly most attempted kissing in high school is awkward. And <laughs> yeah, probably true, most kissing true. in general is awkward. <laughs> yeah it <laughs> was my guess but yeah I that uh, do, you, do you think that they will eventually have Kyle and Annie get together or do you think uh, no
2: I don't know what do you think yeah. uh, Ann I, I don't know I don't think so I don't think Kyle and Annie tell me what you guys thought I thought that Ty might like Annie and did you guys get that feeling
1: that's what I was hoping for. That's what yeah. I was hoping for. But it, they just, I don't know. They didn't, yeah. they never went into that. So I was like, what are yeah. they doing here? Yeah.
2: So I don't know. I think maybe, maybe eventually, maybe Annie and Ty will be together, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I
0: thought that at first, especially when they had the kiss,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I don't know. Now it seems like they've been building up this sort of, this would they will they won't they kind of thing with kyle and annie so then it makes me wonder well maybe they're going that way um which mm-hmm. is so maybe it's like a, a little love triangle a little bit i don't know <laughs> <laughs> with annie. Mm-hmm. uh and then maybe they will have CCB be a match for ty because that's been kind of floated mm-hmm. out there as well mm-hmm. uh i don't know where do you think they're going with it austin
1: Well, I liked Kyle's little date at the end, the uh, video game date. So I'm like, oh, he's finally finding some redemption. But after that awkward kiss, (laughs) I don't ever see that happening because that was just like the air sucked out of their own. Like, oh, poor guy, get out of there, run. And he ran. So I'm like, good man, don't ever come out of your house. And he didn't. So it worked out well for him, I guess. (laughs) Oh, so awkward.
2: It was.
0: So they have the mock trials and uh, they they run into some problems with the uh, clothing, uh, that CC has to wear. And, uh, so she, uh, Helen tries to help her out with, uh, the, with that, with helping her get like a suit coat and and proper clothes and whatever. And, uh, so that's basically in there. And then she has another story about, uh, this, uh, this case with this farmland, and uh, she works with Ryan a little bit to help that out. That's kind of Helen's story. So not a ton going on with Helen in this one. It's the big thing is is with Noreen and and Ty and yeah. Bill <laughs> and all <of> that. <laughs> so all right. So the next one is called Where You Find Me, and it is Kyle runs away, basically. Mm. Uh, he ends up at the church, and Pastor June lets him just sort of sit there and think. and And she tells him, "You know, I'm gonna have to tell. You're gonna to let your mom know. I'm gonna have to tell." <laughs> well, but fun. they're all kind of freaking out, and Bill is trying to help. and uh, and, and Maddie's obviously very upset. And uh, yeah, I'm. I I, I can understand. What Kyle is feeling—I mean, especially because uh, he uh, just had the embarrassment with the kiss with Annie—and uh, he says that he didn't feel like anybody would would look for him, anybody would miss him. And uh, so, I don't know. What do you think, Austin, about uh, Kyle here? I get it.
1: I, I get it. He he just suffered some uh, pretty harsh embarrassment with the kiss thing Uh, but then you have everything that's going on with his dad and how his dad just really hasn't approached him like he has Ty Uh, and even when he said she's like everybody's been looking for you even dad and he's like even dad like really he cares that much so I liked that moment Uh, and I kind of understand his, his mentality even though I think he did go a tiny bit overboard because he did let everyone down at the trial yeah. so that was kind of okay but uh, he's a kid you know he's going through things and I think that was a nice little story arc for his character
0: mm-hmm. yeah I mean especially because he, he I think he feels like Noreen was the only one that paid attention to him with the play and yeah. with everything else uh, and so now that she's gone it, he he doesn't think that anybody's left you know that really cares about him because it can feel that way when especially when you're a teenager Mm
2: -hmm. yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm.
0: definitely i mean it also provided kind of a weird moment where cal and bill ended up kind of working together to try to do the search party Mm -hmm. that was kind of a fun moment i thought (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and um and yeah and bill can't uh, uh, you realize once again what a schmuck bill is <laughs> seriously
1: he just can't no. do anything right man it, it's, it's 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 almost every aspect of of his character you're sitting there going why can't you just operate operate like a normal adult and do things that humans would do cuz he's always about himself even when yeah. he's looking for his son it's always about himself i'm just like oh i just Oh, I don't like his character.
0: Yeah. He's a total narcissist. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like he, he probably, he, he uh, self-destructs the, with the relationship with Noreen. He, I don't think he ever really had any interest in her hardly at all. I I think uh, he just wanted to, to destroy his, his marriage because that's the way narcissists are. And uh, so c- he can't compare with Coach
2: Cal, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it really, it honestly, they never even seemed like his, the way his character acted, it never even seemed like he really cared about Noreen. Like, like it really didn't. You know, and she deserves to be treated better than that. And so yeah. I was, when she left, I was like, good for you. And I was like, I'm glad that he can just be, knows that he's someone who got left because he deserves that. Yeah.
0: Well, that's I a agree. great point.
1: We We talked about the lack of chemistry in uh, the last podcast that we did. And I think that plays into it is the fact that maybe they just didn't have chemistry because he never liked her, you know, and, and it, it's also the way that it was written, of course, but mm-hmm. I think they were somewhat purposefully doing that because he just never cared for her the way that she cared for him. So I, I feel uh, less against the writing and more yeah. just, he's just, he doesn't care. He doesn't really care about anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you get a really sweet scene between Annie and Kyle where they're playing cards, and I, I liked that. I thought that was a nice yeah. scene, a nice way of Annie being like, it's all right, we're cool, yeah. don't worry about it. <laughs> I you know, I, I liked that a lot, it was cute. And uh, then Dana Sue meets this farmer, he, she calls old man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> I love that. Oh, yeah. What did Ryan say? Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to find out. He's not an old man. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I mean, I was surprised because like I said, I thought that they were building up with her and Eric. So I was like, what? Why is she interested in this this guy? Uh, But uh, I mean, he was pretty hunky. So good for her. That's exciting.
2: Dana's got it going on. She got all these attractive men in her life. I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice to see because sometimes you don't see that with the plus size uh, actresses that mm-hmm. uh, that they uh, they don't give them a love interest at all. A lot of times they're just sort of the perky mm-hmm. best friend. Yeah. So I like that uh, that because one of the great things about Drop Dead Diva is is she Brooke Elliott did such a good job of playing a woman in a plus size body that's a supermodel inside mm-hmm. that body. That's the whole yeah. st- plot. I don't the know whole- if you ever watched the show, uh, mm-hmm. Austin. Mm-hmm.
2: I that's love it. Great. And
0: and she just did such a good job of like having the confidence mm-hmm. of somebody who's a supermodel, but looking like Brooke Ellie, who's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it was just a unique character that you, I'd never seen on television before. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah,
2: that's why I loved it so much. Yeah. yeah. And, and she just did such a
0: great job with it. And she just had this perkiness. And she's not the same here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's more, um, uh, more grounded and more cynical than her character on Drop the Diva (laughs) for Uh sure. (laughs) But I don't know. I just, I, so I love to see her get a love interest here. That makes me happy.
2: Yeah. When, when this part came up, I was like, okay, this is the Brooke Ellie. I like like the vibrant, more like upbeat, like confident, like you said, silly. And so I was like, oh yes. Like I get to see this side of her. And, um, yeah.
0: Because my dream is for Brooke Ella to be in a Hallmark movie. I want it so bad. <laughs>
2: that would Please. be so good. She would <sighs> be a great fit. She'd be great. Right? It would be so
0: cute. I would love it. Please, if you're listening, Hallmark. <laughs> Make my dreams come true. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so Cece wins at mock trial. So That's very exciting for her. And uh, But then Annie's kind of upset because she feels like Helen is... Giving such preference to Cece over that, over everybody else, and over her. And Helen says, Sometimes if we treat people as if they're good,
2: it challenges
0: them to be good. So that
2: was, that was, that was really (laughs) good. I was like, wow, that was, that was deep. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: and Helen got a peek into her personal life too, meeting her father's. So it's like she understands that she's coming out of somewhat of a bad situation. So she's trying to be that parental figure for her. And I really like that. I mean, that may be one of my favorite story arcs in the whole thing because she finally gets this chance to be that figure that she's always wanted to be. Uh, And I really liked her taking her under her wing. I thought it was Mm -hmm. fantastic.
0: Yeah, it was good. All right, final episode of this season is called Storms and Rainbows. And this, we get our first fight between Cal and Maddie about whether Ty is going to go to college. And she's mad at Cal about uh, kind of supporting this idea of Ty not going to college. And I I mean, I have somewhat untraditional views about schooling and there, there's nobody who loved college more than I did. I loved my whole experience at college. It was the best, but that said i don't think college is for everybody and certainly if i was if i was an athlete especially a basketball player i would i would not go to college i mean i would go to college for as little as possible because there's so many ways to go to college nowadays that why waste that you've got such a limited number of years where you can be athletically you know, proficient and and professional on that level and make that kind of income. So why would you waste time where you're not getting paid and you could get injured in a college setting uh, when you can literally keep going to college and be a professional athlete at the same time? There's, Mm -hmm. I mean, especially because you only have so long that the season is and you could, you can, you could, schedule everything so Mm -hmm. i don't know so i'm i i'm with coach cal on this one i don't think that he needs to go to college especially if he wants to be a a baseball player because the minor leagues is the accepted way of getting into baseball like you don't get into baseball through going to college you get you go through the minor leagues and so i don't know i'm on coach cal's side here uh, the, the, I mean, most, even the higher level degrees are becoming such a dime a dozen these days that they don't have the kind of markability that they used to have. There's so many law school graduates and, and uh, MBAs and other things that are working at Target. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just saying that the whole idea that I'm going to go to college, I'm going to have a career because I went to college, yeah. this isn't true
2: anymore. It's an outdated thought at this point. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you definitely don't want to get into debt unless you absolutely have to. That's my opinion. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, Austin, what do you think about this? this? The first fight is pretty yeah. exciting.
1: Well, it's funny because you talked about Coach Cal. There's another Coach Cal in the college basketball world whom I am a yes, fan of because I'm a Kentucky of fan. of course. So his, I, I'm a big Kentucky fan, obviously, with my shirt. So his mentality is to the one and done, right? They usually come to Kentucky. If they're good enough, they go to the NBA, sometimes too early, and it makes me mad. But he's always said, listen, and this is a story I would love for you guys to take a look at. So I think it was like 10, 15 years ago, he had a player who was good enough to be in the NBA and make a lot of money. And because that player chose to come back and play for Coach Cal, he got hurt and could never play basketball again. Mm. So after that, Coach Cal said, listen, if you guys have the opportunity, you go, you make money, you're going to make so much money, you're not going to need to come back to college. And that's happened for a lot of his players. So this mentality that this Coach Cal has, I completely understand. And if Ty, he knows his worth, right? If he believes he is good enough to do this, I'm on his side. I'm on Coach Cal's side. It's like, go do this, and you can always come back later. You don't need to be in your physical prime to get an mm, education. Yeah. You just have to be in your mental prime, and that lasts a lot longer. So I love that mentality, and I like that they had this argument, too. I, I thought it was uh, really well done. I don't not think that
0: the sh- I don't think the show will come out on that side. I think that Maddie <laughs> will be you. the winner in I'm this you, arc yeah. in mm. the show, but just my personal opinions, especially with how – you can do e-learning these days. There's just, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can still go to college full time, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and 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 be a professional athlete. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. He probably could <laughs> even get it mostly paid for because they they would be really excited to have have a you know an athlete like that going mm-hmm. to their school. Mm-hmm. That's true. I agree. So uh, that's my that. Uh, so we get Bill's shiny moment. He finally does something nice.
2: Oh, <laughs> ah,
0: finally,
2: only know? had to wait to the last episode. Oh, Bill! <laughs> he gets
0: Kyle Hamilton tickets, and I've seen Hamilton. It was amazing. It was as good as the hype, which I was like, I don't know, is it gonna be as good? And yeah, that doesn't was, really happen it was and uh and so i i think that that's that's a especially to a a theater nerd in high school that's huge huge Mm -hmm. uh and very thoughtful so finally yay we had some humanity from bill yes it was a good moment (laughs) (laughs) very good um so then we have the prom party and ty and jackson get in a fight they get in a fight Jackson, Jackson is just the worst. I hate Jackson. God,
1: <laughs> Jackson and Bill—they should just go off and, and see you later because they're just the worst
2: characters Yeah, they are the worst. They're the worst <laughs> of the worst.
0: Yeah, and yeah,
2: and so, dad, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he wants to buy her out uh, so he can help a relative with an emergency or
2: something—a ki- uh, it's a transplant or a kidney or oh, uh, maybe yeah,
0: something like that. And, uh, then we also get cute little, uh, Simon is asking Annie to prom yeah. and, uh, he, she'd funny. already promised to go to anti-prom party with um. Kyle, but now she's going to go with Simon and I have to say, I never got to go to prom because my family moved after my junior year of high school. So I went to college early. And but then my junior year, I got appendicitis and had my appendix taken out during prom.
2: (laughs) That's terrible. I never got to go to
0: prom. (laughs) I I don't know how my life turned out. Good (laughs) with such a wound, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes. Uh, Do you have do you have fond memories,
2: uh, Anne, of prom? Um. My junior year was terrible. terrible. <laughs> um, the time in senior year, I went, we all just went as like girlfriends and it was really fun. But a yeah. junior year and I went with my boyfriend, it was not fun. So friends, <laughs> the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> At least for me, my experience. I think so. Yeah, it was so fun.
0: One, when, when in uh, college, uh, they had a, a ladies choice dance or whatever. And what we did is we all set up each other. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know who oh, everybody cool. had set each other up with, but we showed up in the morning for breakfast and each person had a corresponding item with the other with their date so like yeah. i had a, um oh gosh i i think i had milk and he had juice or something like that anyway and so we knew who our so we can meet who our date oh. was and uh, and then we did the date and it was so fun <laughs> that was That's great cool. the other the other great thing they did at that dance was that they the boys would pick a word and every time that word played they had to switch dancing partners which was so fun
2: ah, hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. it was fun, fun. <laughs> and
0: especially if you pick up a word like love or something like that that's like a lot a lot yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> uh, do you have any prom memories austin
1: i i mean my junior year was awful as well i <laughs> Wanted to go with a girl, and then she started dating somebody. So my senior year oh. was better. I got to go with that girl, and we actually got prom king and queen because you know oh. we were all that stuff. That's and then cool. that didn't work out, so it nothing came of it. <laughs> you know?
0: So you can relate to Simon and to Kyle.
1: A little bit, yeah. yeah. Both yeah. situations, much so <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Uh, so
0: yes, and it's that obviously upsetting to Kyle, and uh, we'll talk about what happens uh, in a second but uh, we also get a little thing with Aunt, with um uh ronnie this is annie's this is her ex this is her ex mm-hmm. uh annie's father he's being difficult i guess they're actually
2: not divorced yeah i, I know that was shocking i was like what i yeah. was like you're not divorced from him <laughs> i mean he's very That's... handsome but <laughs> i can't believe that you're not divorced from him and you've been acting like you're just a divorced person so
0: yeah, he wants to get a loan, uh, and they're they and she uh, she well she needs to get a divorce in order to get the loan to buy Micah out. Mm-hmm. That's the situation. So, yeah, he seems still pretty interested in her, which was interesting, surprising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Isaac asks her, "Are you my mother?" so that was another awkward moment for isaac
2: yes he's got lots of bombarding questions for people
0: <laughs> he thinks everybody he just awkward. goes around to everybody he works with are you my
2: <laughs> <laughs> this what my makes father. me think of that book oh gosh. Yeah. You. <laughs>
1: are you my mom are you my dad like buddy and the elf it's like hey dad mom yeah. like dude chill out okay you'll figure yeah. it out
2: because i guess that's why he came to town was to do this search and so He's definitely eliminating people cause he's asking everybody so, going down the town's list here. Yeah. Hello. It's nice to meet you. You take a DNA test. Yeah, I know that's probably uh, next season. He'll be trying to sneak some DNA tests somehow. It'll be crazy mm. and creepy and sneaky.
0: So then we get sad news. Helen and Ryan break up because Aww. he, uh, he doesn't want to have kids. And she says something about, uh, well, when we have kids, just assuming that they're going to progress in their relationship, that's tough. That's a tough thing to overcome. That's yeah. That's, uh,
2: that's really hard
0: because yeah, I don't know. It's kind of the, it's Ted Mosby, Robin Shabosky all over again. And if you have them, if you have them to get together in the end, that's just awful. Cause you know, that they're not, not, not they're, They, they have serious issues that are there not that's a problem and uh so yeah let's see see how that what happens with that uh and then the final we have the kyle is upset and he gets in a car accident big car wreck and uh, so that was kind of our cliffhanger and yeah
2: that that's okay that seems kind of like would that really happen it seemed like all of them all went out of the house at the same time, which I guess mm. we don't know how many people are in the car, but I don't know. It wasn't like he just went out there, like three people went out there and it was like all this like minutes between. It was like everybody just rushed out. So I don't know. I just, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Just so interesting. That, the way that, they did it.
1: That's life, right? It, things are random and, and car wrecks happen and people get into those situations. But it did feel, I, I see what you're saying. It did just kind of feel so out of the blue and like we need a cliffhanger for next season let's see car wreck there we go that, yeah i, I liked the moment emotion wise mm-hmm. but in terms of it just being so random and maybe a setup in season two so I, I i get it but at the same time i'm just like okay all right we'll see what happens
0: yeah yeah yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely not what I would expect when I first started watching the show. I'll tell you that yeah, to have the big yeah, cliffhanger be about the teenagers. That was so surprising to me. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> it, literally all about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but I think you know it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean he's turned into one of the most interesting characters. I feel like Kyle
2: because mm-hmm. it's hard
0: because his brother gets all the attention yeah because of uh because of his skills in in baseball and how he's the best
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so well, Gets Ky- all the attention
1: kyle was almost at the he was almost the forefront character in the final few episodes from him disappearing to his awkward kiss like so many things yeah. happen with him and then it all comes down to he's at the center of this so they almost put the the kids storyline ahead of the adult storyline at the mm-hmm. end and Sweet Magnolias where's that like I I want a bit more with the adults so they kind yeah. of shifted uh, completely in the final few episodes.
2: Yeah, that's true. I didn't really think about it but they but they really did.
1: And it was all about prom too like I like
2: Yeah, the mock trial prom, yeah. like lots of yeah. children, yeah, the kids activities. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we had a couple of comments on Twitter uh, about the season and uh, Lauren Yeagle, she says, overall, really enjoy the show. The Cast is great. And the teen storylines are a lot more interesting than I expected. There mm-hmm. was a lot of drama. She capitalized lot, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of drama <laughs> in the last episode. Too much? Question mark. But I hope we get another season to see where things go. And then we have from Angela, our, one of our favorites. She says, I love how Joanna Garcia Swisher is a redhead playing the part of somebody who was cheated on by a husband who got the other woman a workplace subordinate pregnant. She's playing
2: a dramatic Reva, which is so <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's <true>. funny. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I didn't think about that until I saw that and I was like, spot on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So do you have any uh, closing thoughts about the season as a whole uh, before we go?
2: I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. And I'm really interested in season two, like what's going to happen? Who else is in the car? I like Ryan. I want Ryan to come back and somehow, I don't know, that work out. <laughs> I don't know how. Um, but um, a Cal and Maddie, they kind of ended like, just like in this fight. And I want to mm-hmm. see kind of yeah. where that goes, um, how they kind of reconcile or what happens. Um, Eric, I, wanna know, I want to know what some, I want Eric to be with somebody. So not <laughs> Helen, but somebody else. So somebody else new could come into town or Dana Sue or yeah. somebody. So I mean, yeah, lots of kind of stuff. I want to know what's going to happen. And uh, it was entertaining and, and fun to watch. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, do you feel like it's gotten some buzz, Austin? you think the show's done well?
1: I think it has. I mean, I was looking the other day. Isn't it number two on the TV shows right now on Netflix? And uh, it's one of those that it didn't necessarily make a dent at first, but it's Mm -hmm. slowly gotten this audience. And I think Netflix standards, it's doing pretty well. So I think we'll definitely see a season two. Now, I, I think there are maybe too many storylines for its own good a lot of things going on right Mm, Uh, people wondering where's my mom and dad like a lot of relationships (laughs) a lot of couples a lot of uh, teenage issues right but it does a good job of balancing them and you care about most of the character well all of the characters you're supposed to care about not bill but you care (laughs) about these relationships you care about these emotions developing and the fact they threw in this teen storyline and not being not as familiar with this type of storytelling, it's not something that I didn't think they were going to do, but I thought the focus would be these three women, like yeah. the sweet magnolias. And it was for a while, but they start branching out and I think they found their A, B, and C storylines. And I think they have a good grasp on it. So. I'm really happy with this story. And the more I've gotten the opportunity to kind of talk about it with you two, the more I'm like, okay, well, I care more about this. I like this <laughs> relationship. And um, <clears throat> I started watching it again with my wife. So I'm Yay. four episodes hey. in the second time. We'll see how Ooh. the second viewing goes, but it's Everyone's a good sad, show. Everyone's Austin's
2: wife. Yeah. She's enjoying it. gotta say, what does she think? She likes it?
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say I hyped it up for her, but I'm like, I think you'll really enjoy this. And she is into the relationships, and she is on board to see where it goes from here. And uh, she's about to go check out our first episode, yeah. uh, kind of oh, recapping it once nice. we get finished with episode five. So I'm, I'm getting her on board, guys. I'm getting her there.
2: <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs>
0: Very good. Well, hopefully this whole COVID thing won't be a problem. Hopefully they'll be able to get back, yeah. you know, filming and everything because it is that's hard part it with teenagers You get they got to get filming soon quick Ooh. oh yeah they, they, look, they, they look very they grow yeah, they grow
2: so <laughs> fast yeah <They> <laughs> um
0: and so yeah hopefully that because that would be a bummer because that when there was the um rider strike there were a bunch of shows like men in trees that i loved that got totally screwed over by the uh by the rider strike and so i hope something like that doesn't happen here but anyway, we'll be, we'll definitely cover it when it does. And hopefully yes. it will, uh, will all be okay, but let us know what you think about these last, uh, the second half of sweet Magnolias. Did you like it? Not like it. Where are you at? We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments section or on Twitter. That would be great. And Austin, where can people find you?
1: youtube.com slash austin burke uh talking netflix and streaming all the time at the burkinator on twitter and instagram and uh thank you all so much for having me this was so much fun and i, I want to come back soon because because yes. you guys are, you, you're fun to talk
2: to <laughs> <Yay>. uh, thanks. <laughs> and where can people find you you can find me on instagram and twitter at aw scott 21 great and you can find me
0: at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast, the Homeworkies Podcast and Homeworkies Pod, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you are listening or watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. That means so much to us as well. We have our Patreon group, which is tons of fun. You get exclusive watch-alongs and giveaways. And lots of fun stuff going on there. Check it out in the description. Also have our merch store, which has some really fun Hallmark-inspired merch. So check that out as well. We really appreciate it. So thank you so much, you guys. This was a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking Sweet Manoli season two before too long. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye Bye.